Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory doing another podcast episode with you here. And today's topic of discussion is how to trade a market top. So this is a big deal because, you know, especially when we're on these incredible market rallies, and we've been on one essentially for the last nine years, the market's just been going higher and higher and higher, and people get paranoid. They try to start predicting when the market top's going to uh, take place, and they start making bets before it actually even happens. They start actually uh, shorting the market without there even being a breakdown in the market. And patience with market tops is absolutely key. You can't short every day that the market trades lower, okay? And every day that the market trades lower doesn't mean that the top is in. You have to see something more. There has to be something more to it. There has to be a change in the character of the market. There has to be a change in the status quo of the market. And until you get that, you can't really get short or get net bearish on the market. And there's different time frames that you have to be aware of. There's you can be bearish in, in an intraday time frame, you can be bearish in the in the short term, the midterm, or the uh, more longer term. So each one of those requires their own sets of variables to be looking for as well. But a lot of the principles I'm going to talk to you about today transcends all the time frames and can be applied to each one. So the first thing that you want to know about market tops is that you want to wait for the initial push lower. And that goes back to what I just was talking about a moment ago, where when the market's pushing higher and higher and higher, you don't want to just all of a sudden be like, hey, I'm going to go short this market here because it's just too much too soon or it's got to stop somewhere or we're closer to a top than we are to a bottom. You can't, you can't use that as the basis for why you need to go ahead and short the stock market. Instead, you need to wait for that initial push lower. You need to see that crack in the trend lines, the, the break below certain moving averages. You need to wait for that initial push lower. And sometimes it catches people by surprise. You don't see it coming. So sometimes the market can be taking you know, a step up, you know, uh, one, it's one step at a time. It's going higher and higher and higher. And then all of a sudden, boom, it takes the elevator down. That's why they always say the market takes the stairs up and the elevator down because when it finally does sell off in a big way, it, it's, it's like, you know, the Tower of Terror at Hollywood Studios in Orlando, Florida, which I've I've been on a bunch of times myself, but you know, you wait in that line and you go up the stairs and everything else and you're climbing up there. And then when you get to the top, it just goes straight down on you. So that's what the market means. Stairs up, elevator down. So you want to wait for that initial push lower, but you don't necessarily need to short that initial push lower. And oftentimes that's the hardest place to get a really good entry on. So what you want to do is you want to start identifying key support levels. And once you identify the key support levels, that's where you want to start you know, looking for a entry into into the market on, on the short side. So once one of those key support levels that you have identified has broken, then that's where you want to start getting short at. 
Now there's another option too, is, is that once it takes that initial uh, surge lower, is to go ahead and short the initial bounce back because oftentimes it'll, because the market's been so bullish, when it finally does crack and push lower, there's this initial knee-jerk reaction to buy the dip and push it back higher a little bit. And sometimes it even exceeds the initial push lower, which basically nullifies the entire move when that happens. But if it doesn't retrace all the, the, the losses from the previous day and then instead it makes like a meager bounce into like a key resistance area, then that's also a good area to, to stage an entry point. Now we have the first point, which was waiting for the initial push lower. And then we talked about shorting below key support or waiting for a bounce in the key resistance. Okay. But also once you are short, uh, one, one area that people can get themselves into trouble with is not being aware of where the moving average support is underneath the, 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 the stock. So the key moving averages to be cognizant of it's, the five day, the 10 day, the 20 day, the 50 day, and the 200 day moving average. And so other people will also talk about like the 21 day moving average, which represents the the closing price of, of the past month's price action or the 100 day moving average as well. I even in some things for, for when I use indicators and everything, I'll even use a 40 day moving average on the T2108 just to gauge the health of the overall market. But you want to be aware of where those moving averages are because if you're not aware of the moving averages, you set yourself up for a big surprise when the market finally does decide to bounce back. If you go back to January of this year, January 2018, the market had a big sell-off and it didn't last all that long, quite honestly. If you look at the bulk of the losses, it came from about four or five days worth of trading. But that sell-off took us all the way down to the 200-day moving average and there was a violent bounce off of that 200-day moving average. If you weren't paying attention to that 200-day moving average, that bounce off of that MA just really took away a lot of your profits that you might have had shorting the market. So you want to be cautious of that. In fact, on that particular sell, if I went long after it tested the 200-day moving average and showed signs that it was it was going to bounce thereafter. So be very cognizant of the, the moving averages because when the market starts to sell off, the buyers are looking for a place where they think that they can get long at them. And usually the first places that they start identifying are the moving averages. And, and the longer the moving averages, and that means like the 200 day is going to have more legitimacy than the five day moving average. And the 50 day is going to have more than the 20 day. But when it tests those, you need to be very cautious about shorting right above them because what you're doing is putting yourself in a situation where you're going to be a bag holder while the market market rallies. So don't don't get short above the moving averages and wait for a break of them to to increase your bearishness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What you want to do, though, is if you start seeing where the buying activity is really picking up at a key moving average, particularly like the 200-day moving average, because if you look at all through 2018, we've tested the 200-day about four times, and every single time it has held, and it has held with unbelievable 
um, vigor. I mean, it has just really brought in the buyers and the market has launched higher each and every time. So what you want to do is, is be cognizant, be aware of the moving averages underneath the market that could lead to a significant price uh, support for the for the market going forward. And now, the other thing too is is that you want to make sure that that you put greater weight on the 200-day versus the 50-day, and then also go back in time and see where's what areas has the market held on to, what moving averages have played the biggest role in the indices. And so the the last point I want to make here is be aggressive with your profits. We talk about letting letting your winners run but cutting your losers short well when you're shorting the market you have to be aggressive with, with profit taking you can't just write it down and mainly that because that's because unlike the long side where a stock can go from zero to infinity in theory on the short side a stock can only go from you know that's current price down to zero so as the stocks continues to decrease in value Let's say you're you're up ten percent on your short. Well, the stock moves down another one percent. You're not even making one percent at that point. You're making like 0.9 percent on your trade. So, the the further down the stock goes, the less less percentage increases that the that the stock will decline actually is reflected in your overall profit loss statement there. So, you want to make sure that you're not putting yourself in a situation to where your risk is greatly increasing because of a bounce possibility while your reward is quickly diminishing because the stock is moving so far down that there's not a lot of uh, room to capture profits at this point relative to where you got in at. So you want to make sure that you're quick to take profits. My my sweet spot tends to be around 2 to 4%. I, I really like that. And for others, because that's what I do as a swing trader, some of you guys might be looking at a longer time frame. You might say, okay, let's go for 8 to 10%. And if you're a day trader, it might be more like 1% to 2%. But what you want to do is you want to make sure that you're consistently locking in gains on your short setups and that you're not letting them just you know melt away because the markets do bounce. Historically, they bounce, and you don't want to be caught on the wrong side of those bounces. So just to wrap this up, okay, we've, we've had a pretty good discussion here about how to trade a market top. First, you want to wait for the initial push lower, okay? Then, depending on what it does from there, maybe there's follow-through to the downside, you want to start shorting when there is a break of key support. Or, and this is what I like to do more than anything, is to wait for there to be a meager bounce back into some kind of resistance level that you can short going, going back down. So that's one way to... Those are two ways to do it, but you also want to uh, make sure that you're aware of the support levels in the form of moving averages that are underneath your your short setup. So be be aware of the 200, the 50, and the 20 primarily, and then be aggressive with your profit taking. Don't don't try and go uh, hog wild on your gains. I mean, the most you can make off of a short setup is 100%, and that's if the stock goes bankrupt which that's not really what we're playing most of the time when we're shorting a market, we're shorting the stocks. We're usually looking for a short-term weakness in the market that we can capitalize on. So that's going to do it for today. I appreciate you guys listening. If you have any questions, always feel free to contact me. Thank you and God bless. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the SharePlanner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial 
access to my trading room and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you and God bless you.